Son and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. A warm welcome to St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang this morning for the celebration of Mass. Today it's the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Patsy Duffin. And we welcome to the church, especially today, her sons and daughters, their spouses, her sister, all of the grandchildren, family relatives who are here with us. All very welcome. Many people would have wished to have been here with you today, but they are unable to be here because of the restrictions. Uh, and but we send uh, to you their special love and their prayers and their condolences on this day. Today uh, we've gathered in sadness at the loss of Patsy, but also in joy as well because today we are thanking God for such a special life, a special life to her family, to her friends and all of the people that she knew in her life. Uh, she was a person of exceptional quality and today we recognise that here in this church as we thank God for a generous and good life. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord have mercy. Lord Jesus, your word of God made flesh and splendour of the Father. Christ have mercy. Lord Jesus, you're the way, the truth and the life. Lord have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. 
O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant Patsy, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the prophet Daniel. I, Daniel, was doing penance when I received this message from the Lord. At that time, Michael will stand up, the great prince who mounts guard over your people. There is going to be a time of great distress, unparalleled since nations first came into existence. When that time comes, your own people will be spared all those whose names are found written in the book. Of those who lie sleeping in the dust of the earth, many will awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting disgrace. The learned will shine as brightly as the vault of heaven, and those who have instructed many in virtue as bright as the stars for all eternity. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. His goodness shall follow me all the days of my
Haridin found the book of Job. Job said, Ah, would that these words of mine were written down, inscribed on some monument, with iron chisel and engraving tool, cut into the rock forever. This I know, that my avenger lives, and he, the last, will take his stands on earth. After my awaking, he will set me close to him, and from my flesh I shall look unto God. He whom I shall see will take my part, these eyes will gaze on him and find him not aloof. This is the words of the Lord. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother and the disciple that he loved. And turning to his mother, he said, This is your son. Turning to his mother, he said, Turning to his his disciple, he said, This is your mother. The Gospel of the Lord. Please sit down. It seems to me one of those strange things in life that Patsy should die so soon after her husband, Jimmy. Both were not, as you know, in the best of health, but for them to die just months apart, you can't help help thinking that there is more in it than meets the eye. To have lived virtually your whole life with someone, to raise a family, to live and work and grow from your young years into old age, You can't help thinking that there's more than a coincidence that their death should just be separated by just a few months. You can't help thinking that the wind must have been out of her sails. You can't think but that she was missing him greatly. You can't but think that there must have been a sadness beyond sadness that entered into her heart. How many times in life have we seen that before? that people who have lived a whole lifetime together, their deaths are very close. They pass from this life, uh, sometimes with only days apart, weeks apart, and months separating their deaths. Perhaps we might say that there is a hand of God in it too, that he should decree that only for a short time, only for a short while, that they be apart. 
and we can imagine well that there would be a happy reunion and a happy meeting for them again in heaven. It's a big moment in life, isn't it, to lose both parents? It must seem for yourselves a, a part of you is missing in these moments, that your life, as it once was, is now no more, that you have taken a turn in the road and that you are taking a road which is different and everything now seems so unfamiliar. But what a blessing to have your parents live for so long in your lives. What a grace and incredible blessing. And when it comes to counting the blessings in your life, this surely will be a great thing that you have had yourself. Loving and caring parents, it's a great and rich and abundant blessing that's been granted to you. It was a great privilege for myself to be able to give uh, Patsy the sacraments and to pray for her in those last weeks and days of her life. She knew exactly who I was. She knew exactly why I'd come. And she was able to quietly say those prayers along with me. As you will know yourself, her faith meant everything to her. And it was something that she had treasured all of her life. And she was a good example of it too. Lived it out in her daily life. In the ways that she spoke and in her good character. Today, the gospel I've chosen, those few short lines, is from the words at the end of the gospel where Jesus himself uh, speaks from the cross to Mary, his mother, and to John, his disciple. Jesus, of course, has a mother like all of us, and he knew the feelings that all of us have about our mother that tenderness, that devotedness that we feel to our mothers. He knew that special love that is in each of us and connects us with our mother that is deeply rooted in our hearts. It's there from birth and it's right, right through our life. He knew it and he shared it. The thing that I find also interesting in this passage is that he wishes to share his mother's love with his friend, John. How often we find that in life, isn't it? Our own mothers have enough love for everybody, our friends, our neighbours, and especially people that are in difficulty. It's almost as if we're able also to share our mother with others, as Jesus does from the cross. And I find it interesting too that Jesus himself, with tenderness, is looking after his mother even in this moment. After he has gone, what he wishes is that she has a home and is protected. Are these not the feelings that we have for our own mothers too? When age comes upon them, we feel that protective love for them. We wish them to be safe and for no harm to come to them. Maybe in these moments in which we think about Jesus and the cross, we have that kind of clear statement about what God thinks about us, his protective love for us, that no harm should come to us, that there should be a shelter for us, that Jesus, who is our friend, should have his mother, 
his mother Mary, and we should wish that she should have a new son, and that John should have a new mother. What we're hearing here is about the protective love of God. Just a few words uh, about uh, Patsy's life today. She was born in Tollcross in 1938. She was a Glasgow girl who crossed the Clyde and came to live here in Cambus Lang and in Halfway. Her parents, uh, Patrick and Mary, her sisters, Mary and Agnes. She grew up during uh, the war years and post-war years. She, of course, met her husband, uh, Jimmy, at a dance uh, just a few yards from where we we are here in the hall next to us. He walked her home, and, of course, the rest followed on from this. As the family know, he was badly injured in a bomb blast at work, but they were married in the Good Shepherd Chapel in London Road and went on to have a big family of eight children, one dying in infancy, and an incredible 19 grandchildren and 17 great-grandchildren. She was an exceptionally hard worker all her days. Early on, she worked in the carpet factory of Templeton's. She was even a bus conductress as well, and later worked in the city bakeries, a pub in Halfway, and of course the Cambus Line College as well. She loved others, and the company of others, and family and friends, and as you will know yourself, she liked the thrill of the bingo, and she could very often be persuaded to sing and enter into the good fun of family occasions and parties. She was, as I mentioned at the beginning of Mass, a woman of exceptional quality, a kind and good person, someone who was the salt of the earth. People in this area, in Canvas Lang and Halfway, speak of her in the warmest of terms, family friends and people that she lived alongside. She had the gift of goodness in her that was easy to see. She had uprightness and wisdom too. People very often who are good have a good effect on you. You leave them wishing to be good yourself and good in somebody always draws you to them. The memory of Patsy's life and her love will live always in your family. She was rightly revered by all for the things that she said and that she did. And she will become for you, as she is now, a compass in your life. And the memory of that bright light of her life will not dim and will continue to be a solid foundation for family life now and in the future as you progress and move forward. Today we're aware of the kindness and the love of God that comes to, and comes to us in all sorts of ways and through all sorts of people that we meet in life. Today amidst the sadness and tears, there's joy, unspeakable joy at the gift of what Patsy was to you in your life and also in the lives of so many. We bring Patsy here to the church to offer this Mass for her, to the church which both herself and Jimmy were so familiar with and so fond of. 
This is the place in which both of their funerals have taken place. May she have eternal rest. And may God reward her for goodness and the kindness and the hard work of her life. And may she know peace and rest after the long journey of life. May God bless her. brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For it's at your summons that we come to birth, by your will that we are governed, and at your command that we return on account of sin to that earth from which we came. And when you give the sign, we who have been redeemed by the death of your Son, shall be raised up to the glory of his resurrection. And so with the company of the angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Please be seated. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we praise by sending down your spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And at the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you.
And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. And remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember Patsy, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face and have mercy in us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Please stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Please be seated. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
just a word with regard to receiving communion. If you'd like to receive communion today instead of coming forward, just to stand in the place, uh, obviously, where your seat is, uh, and just to place your hands out to receive communion. Um, if you'd like to receive a blessing instead of communion, then just uh, simply put your hand on your breast, and I'll give you a blessing as I pass by. Uh, if you don't want to receive communion or a blessing, then just to remain seated. So once you take communion, uh, then you can just uh, simply uh, sit down. Once you receive a blessing, you simply sit down as well. So may I invite you please to stand if you'd like to receive communion or a blessing.
thank Father Martin for allowing a member of the family to say a few more words and expand a wee bit on Patsy's life. Our mum, gran, great-gran, sister and friend Patsy was born on January 19, 1938 in Toll Cross. Her parents were Paddy and Mary Briggs. She had two sisters, Mary and Agnes. She attended Good Shepherd's Primary School on London Road and St Mark's High School in Toll Cross. Growing up, Patsy was more of a tomboy than her two sisters. She always enjoyed running about with the boys in her neighbourhood. Patsy often told stories about the war and having to use the shellers while sirens were going off. But for all that this was troubling, she spoke of a very happy childhood, full of life and fun, attending street parties and enjoying a real sense of community. She said that everyone knew one another back then and life was much simpler. She came to Campbell's Lang with friends in the 1950s and met her future husband, Jimmy Duffin. Patsy worked in Templeton's carpet factory, then went on to work as a bus conductress. She loved this job particularly because she was a naturally sociable person and could get on well with just about anyone. Patsy also worked in the City Bakers, Dengel Newt Pub in Halfway, and later in Campbell's Lang College. Patsy and Jimmy were married in 1959 in the Good Shepherd's Chapel in London Road and they stayed around the halfway Campus Lang area. They went on to have eight children, who, with their spouses, have formed a very close-knit family. And don't worry, Andrea, this is an order of birth, not preference. Jim and Anne, Anne-Marie and Jerry, Tricia and Eddie, Joan, who sadly died in infancy, Bernie and Robert, Charlie and Michelle, Andrea and Colin, John and Melissa. The family has grown substantially since then and Patsy has enjoyed the loving company of 19 grandchildren and 17 great-grandchildren. I'd be here all day if I was to name everyone, so I'll just leave it there. Now, it would be remiss not to mention again just how much Patsy loved her bingo. She loved bingo and she loved her ladies' nights out. She was a star turn to get dressed up. She loved to sing. Her favourite singers were Patsy Klein, Connie Francis, Sidney Devine, and she loved ABBA as well. Patsy always did a lot for her friends and family, running errands and doing favours. She also organised holidays and day trips for friends in various clubs, and I was personally delighted to hear that my gran was involved in Burns Nights with her friends in Campus Lang as well. Yes, she was a real pillar of the community, and in 2013 she was recognised for outstanding community service with an award at a special ceremony held by South Lanarkshire Council. On the 19th of September last year, her husband Jimmy sadly passed away and his life was celebrated here at St Bride's. 
On the 4th of May this year, Patsy also sadly passed after a short spell in Green Cross Care Home in Campus Lang, just across the road. The staff there made her feel comfortable and they welcomed all her children and Father Martin to be there during her final days. The family would like to sincerely thank the staff at Green Cross for the exceptional care and attention they gave to Patsy, with a special thanks to Ryan Chalmers. We would also like to thank everyone who left thoughtful comments sharing memories of Patsy on the St Bride's Facebook page. This was lovely to read and reflect how many lives she'd touched. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening. That was very nice, wasn't it? Please stand. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it our dear sister may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. sadness and strength in our hope. One day we shall joyfully greet her again when the love of Christ that conquers all things destroys even death itself. <clears throat> Saints of God come to her aid. Come to
darkest night and brightest day. Be at my side, O Lord. Hold my hand and guide me on my way. Stones often Darkest night and brightest day.